So I believe this is our third episode in a row without David. You're right. Holy crap. Which, because they're only every other week. That, that's, that's six weeks. Yeah. So if he makes the next one, that will have been two months. Yeah. In between. So. Damn. Um, what do they say? The show must go on. The show must go on. It, this isn't like a thing where David quit. No. And we're like trying to trick the audience into thinking. That like, would be really funny. Like, <laughs> we oh, just go on he'll, for like. He'll be back. Like, like three Insta- years. Instagram guy. Like, don't worry. We have a couple <laughs> of episodes where like we ask him questions and pretend he's being really rude. <laughs> Fine. So, don't say anything. See if uh, I can. So whatever. Yeah. This is it. It's Christmas almost. And that's probably and, a fair part of it. This is Christmas week. It is getting harder and harder to. Like, I think between. What was it? Monday night, I had to cancel it. Right. And then tonight, he wanted to cancel it. Well, but it's like Christmas week. Tonight so was it's... his call, though. Like, we moved it to tonight because that was the night that he wanted. But he says he was wrong about, about the that. night that he had free. I suppose. So. I could see getting a Tuesday and a Thursday mixed up. Because if you're making a note to yourself yeah. and you're using the MTWTF. I could okay. Or it would okay. be like it's another T. T. I got something to do. Yeah. And it's like, oh shit, that was the Tuesday. Right. And even if you wrote the T and the U, the way that I write, the T and the U could very much look like the T and the H. Oh, okay. And I could be okay. like, oh well, I don't See, I really don't know which day this is. Because of my job, I think of days of the week geographically. Oh, it's a rifle day. Like well, mon- that could be something. Monday else. and Tuesday is my big junction market. Wednesday is my small junction market. Thursday is Delta and Friday is Montrose. So like, yeah, I can estimate what's going on by any day of the week by where I was. So we just need to get on your schedule. That work. And stop using days of the week and just there use locations. Like, like we're gonna have we're gonna have small junction. We're gonna do it on small junction. That's that Wednesday won't get confusing at all. It's already not that <laughs> this, confusing. This small junction or next small junction? Right, because which one is that? Well, honestly, even if you wrote it down, no one could fucking read it anyway. No one can read my handwriting to save their life. No way. I type everything. So what we need to do next time David gets here. Yep. The three of us need to go around and write down Tuesday and then write down Thursday. And then yep. pass the sheet to the next guy who writes Tuesday, Thursday. Yep. And then Tuesday, Thursday. And we just compare it and be like. Remember, these are the days we don't do the podcast because we do the podcast on Monday. <laughs> But the Monday was my fault. It was. I'm joking. And I'm having the same issue with the other podcasts where it's like generally with the game podcast, we try to do that on Thursdays. Really? And that's kind of just like a set day. Sure. So when it comes to like, hey, could we record Thursday? It's kind of like, no, because I got that one on Thursday. But then someone on that one will be like, oh, I can't do Thursday. And I could have used that Thursday for this. Sure. But I told y'all no. And then yeah. I come back and I'm like, hey, actually. I have Thursday now. Like I can't. They can't do Thursday. So now I can do Thursday. And then you're like, well, I made plans for Thursday because you said Thursday wouldn't work. Right. And well, and yeah, like, we threw another wrench into the works now because I'm streaming uh, on Twitch with a friend two to three days nights a week. What are you streaming? Uh, right now we're in the middle of Dead Space. You can watch it on Twitch TV slash Claire's Dumpster Fire. And, uh, <laughs> so it's not your channel. Oh, it's Twitch. ours. It's Is ours. Is it going to YouTube or no? Uh, we, we, we're taking a little break from YouTube. We've had some technical difficulties after our first. The first thing we ever streamed was Resident Evil 1 Remake. And like we played through that really well in like 
seven, eight episodes, and I simultaneously recorded and cast it to Twitch with no issue. Like, it was weird. And then I would just upload the video to, to YouTube. But uh, every game we've tried since then, uh, my computer wigs out trying to stream it and record it. So, Is, Was it going on your YouTube channel or a different? Actually, we made, we made one just for the two of us. Okay. Yeah, that's YouTube.com slash Claire's Dumpster Fire. This is the person's name, Claire. Yeah. Okay. Her name's, not just her name's Claire. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, no, I can't fucking do it. Can you taste the difference yeah. between zero sugar and diet? Absolutely. Yes. Which one do you prefer? The zero we prefer sugar? The zeros. What's the actual ingredient difference? Sucralose or aspartame? Yeah, this one's sucralose, which is like Splenda. Yeah. The other one has like equal or sweet and low. Yeah. People drank uh, sweet and low for years, and then somebody was like, "Oh, it gives rats cancer." If so you put was like, no. a bathtub full of sweet and low through a rat, it could get cancer. Yeah, but don't you think, in the amount of time it took to learn that, right? That this shit, right? The sucralose. Or what was the Splenda? Splenda, yeah. Aren't they going to discover something about that in 20 years? Or it's oh, like... yeah. It, it causes ass teeth or something, yeah. <laughs> right. It can cause migraines in a lot of people. It does. It does. It's a trigger to some, some people. So that's it. But the other sweeteners are a migraine trigger for me. So What about real sugar? Yeah. Why can't we just drink? It increases my carbs. It makes my blood sugar go up. I'm but, diabetic. So the, that was the reason initially. It's like sugar is bad for you. Sugar right. is high in calories. And let's, there's let's develop, so much sugar in soda. Let's develop a sweetener that doesn't have that effect. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, but, but this one causes cancer or this one causes ass teeth. Yeah. Right. So it's, it's like, oh, maybe we should have just stuck with the actual sugar, but maybe like moderated our own personal intake of it. Yeah. Instead of like, I can't remember. It was like 2020 or Dateline, like years ago, they did right. something on like kids that would drink a two liter of dew. Like every day after school. I used to do that. A two liter? Like every Damn. day we would get out of school. So my parents would give me three bucks a day for, for freaking lunch. So I would skip my lunch. To get due. And I would go to the gas station <laughs> by the school and buy a pack of smokes. Oh. Wow. And then I would go to City Market and get a two liter of Mountain Thunder, which is the City Market equivalent. You're telling me that for which three dollars. not the same fucking thing, mate. Not the same fucking thing. Yeah, but back then for, for three, three bucks, you, you could, could get a pack of cigarettes and a dude. I was smoking the generics, so it was like Cardinal? a buck a pack. Was it Cardinal? Back then they were called GPC. Did we talk about Cardinal on this, about how I used to pretend to smoke them? Yeah. Okay. Right. When was that? That was a few when, episodes When we were back. by ourselves? We were just, yeah, it was us. Were those the, the days, man? Cigarettes were just like two bucks a pack. How much is a pack of cigarettes? Nine dollars. Don't certain states also have like cigarette specific tax? And that, that we're cost? one. Of, we're one of them. We passed a law that they cannot be below seven bucks a pack. Yeah, legally they have to tax it. Like if the ticket price is only five fifty, they have to tax it up to at least seven dollars. And I voted for it because I'm dumb. Because <laughs> you thought it was going to help you quit smoking, and now we really just spend fucking three hundred fifty dollars a month on cigarettes. I wish she was kidding. <laughs> I thought you did quit smoking. I, I, thought I you quit were for like a year almost. Yeah. And then I went to Texas for a conference, which is actually next month again. You got a little drunk. I got a little drunk and there was this chick with a really low cut top. And she offered And you she a had my old brand of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. See, whenever I encounter short women with low cut, cut tops, I tend to make harsh decisions. It's actually how I met my wife. 
That is how you met me. Yes. <laughs> Did you guys meet at Taco Bell? McDonald's. McDonald's. He was actually my boss. He hired uh, me. Oh, you guys were working there. Which one was it? The the, the newer one? one. Yeah, the newer one, the south side one. Not the single yeah. arch bullshit. Right, right, that. right. That's a very important sign. Well, and that was yeah. What's the story behind it? I know it's significant. That was the original McDonald's logo was the single arch because the McDonald brothers built buildings. Hey, no, you're lying. McDonald brothers. The McDonald's. Yes. No, swear to God. McDonald, I think. No, they were McDonald. Were they McDonald? I'm I thought it was there was two of them. Ronald? No, was they, one of... I, they weren't. That would have been really cool. Like Ronald and Donald. But uh... Oh, hold on. Do you know? Here we go. Okay. Bring it. In Japan. Ah, we made it about five minutes in. Because of the R complication with speaking R. Oh, the, the stereotypical, like, sounding like L's. But but it's an actual, it is a joke, but it's a thing. The sure. tendon underneath the tongue isn't yeah, long it's enough? Different, right. different mouth construction. Is that a real thing? Yeah, yes. different oral architecture. A lot of, like, uh, Jap- or a lot of Asian cultures, they'll actually trim theirs, like, cut it, like you would, like, a tongue tie. Yep. When they move Western, because it makes it like helps them acclimate to an English accent better. Somebody just moves over here and then gets their tongue cut. It happens Crazy, quite a bit. Right? What do you think about it though? Like we, we cut, cut all junk. sorts of weird shit. We cut our junk. I didn't. No. Nah. nah. Was it your choice? They didn't ask me. No. They just. Were very, I was very young. <laughs> they don't circumcise in Mexico at all, right? So honestly, I don't know that. I know that America is one of the only countries where it's right. widespread. Anyway. To get back in got, Japan, we got to Japan and penises because in the first of 10 minutes. because of Ronald, they don't even attempt to call him Ronald. Right, they call him Donald. Oh, oh, really? And because of the hard D at the end, <laughs> hit him with the hard D. Yeah. <laughs> Some fucking idiot laughed at that when I said it. <laughs> oh well, he got his dollar worth. I don't even want to explain. So the last letter yeah. of Donald. Right, I'm not even gonna say it again. <laughs> it's, it's it's D at the end. I wasn't gonna say that. Because somebody's gonna you. be like, "Oh, the D's at the end." Yeah, it is. At least it's not in the end. It's just at right. the end. Right. right. We're just, just. What were we talking about? I'm done with the whole. The 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 the, the, yeah, the hard continent. Theme. Yeah, I'm over the whole story. Just move <laughs> on from one. But anyway, so they the McDonald brothers had these two. It's funny. Okay, this is really stupid. They had two big yellow arches on one on either side of their building. So then when they built their sign, it was just a single large golden arch and it said McDonald's. And they had this one little restaurant down in Southern California. Ray Kroc, this really lousy salesman. That's the guy I've heard of. He's the first CEO of McDonald's Incorporated. He was selling multi-mixer shake machines to random mom and pop restaurants, like almost like a door-to-door salesman, just a traveling salesman moving these shake machines. And he sat down at this restaurant. Where, like, first of all, there was, like, no restaurant. There was just, like, a booth with a kitchen in it and a bunch of people bringing food to your car. And, like, he's like, well, where do I eat it? And then he sat down and he ate it. And he was like, well, it's a good burger, good fries, you know, whatever. And he had a soda. Is this from set they made you learn because you worked there? I actually learned it before, I, okay. when I worked there, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and McDonald's uh, University. Actually, yeah. McDonald's University. It's not a joke. Yeah. It's a real thing. Go ahead. But, uh, uh, yeah, he saw that and he saw that just how effective they were just because all they had on the menu was burgers and fries, drink uh, sodas and Cokes and shakes. That's it. But not his shake. They, they did. He did. He was actually servicing their multi-mixer. Did he them. have like a timer that he built into them? So at like 930 every night, they, they quit break. working. Yeah. It was not an ice cream machine. Back then, they used hard ice cream. They scooped it. Right. This was literally how just the fuck do a you know? mixer. 
How do I know what? Of all the things that you've ever said. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever listen to some of his stories? And be like, no, this is fucking bullshit. I know it's I can tell you why the the ice cream machine doesn't work also, if you want that story. (laughs) We're going to get all tangled up here. We can get to that. But but How do you know that they used hard ice cream? Yeah. Because I've seen the videos of them doing it. What year did McDonald's open? 53? When did we start having televisions and shit? I don't know that. 40s. 40s? Because it was black and white, Wizard of Oz, little 10-inch screens. They didn't widespread until the 50s, but I think that like they were big in... They started to become a thing in like homes in like the late 40s, I think. Right. Okay, I'll buy it. You buy it? Continue. Cool. (laughs) But yeah, no, he was just like super impressed that like they were able to just crank out these burgers because they were making like big bins of them at a time. Kind of like I did when I was 14, 15, instead of making them like now you go to McDonald's and you order a cheeseburger. Some guy then toasts a bun and builds your burger. Whereas back then I would make a plate of regular hamburgers, lettuce, tomato or not lettuce, ketchup, mustard, pickle and onion. And then I would have like three trays of those ready. And then they'd be like, okay, make me a flat of cheeseburgers. So I'd throw cheese on all of them and send them up to the chick who would wrap them and put them in a high-power microwave called a cure and then fill them into the box. It's just the about It's mass production food. What, what year did y'all work there? I worked there from 95 off and on until 2004. Five. So it doesn't afford. You got this yeah. job as like a freshman in high school. I was and, 14. And then stayed there for 10 years. I was 14. He was the, off and on stuff He was the play the park ranger when he first started. When I was first hired there, I was too young to be behind the counter. So you just got to scope out the little kids. I had to go work in the par- in, in the playpen, the play place as a play park ranger. I wore short shorts and a red, yellow, and green polo shirt with a funny hat. And it was my job to clean the poo and pee and vomit out of the toy and host birthday parties. I remember the birthday parties. They were dope. You used to go into the kitchen and find your cake. Did y'all ever do that for mm-hmm. the kids? Oh, yeah. I couldn't because I was too young. I'd have to have the manager do the cake for the cake parade. That was a normal thing they did for every kid. Every kid. I wasn't absolutely. special. No. I'm sorry. You are special, but that wasn't <laughs> They that paid wasn't 50 bucks for that cake. You were special. What, what was the cost of the whole party? Like 110 bucks. My favorite birthday parties, I used to have at Aladdin's Castle. Those were the shit. When they would just unlock all the machines and you would just Go play for like five hours. Free play. And it was just you and like your six your friends buddies. that you yeah. invited. That was expensive too, though. My parents they were did that for me multiple times. See, so I'm they, curious. They really liked you. They never both went, though. No, of course <laughs> Like not. one at a time. Would you, though? Like if you didn't have to? Like just go watch a bunch of kids play video games? At an arcade? I would. I'd do that for free. Right. Like, oh, there's kids here? Yeah. For sure. What years did you work there? Um, I only worked there from November of 02 to January of 03. Yeah. She wasn't there that long. She quit on me. I worked at a McDonald's in 99. Here? No. Oh. In South Carolina. So I think that our McDonald's times would have overlapped. overlapped. Sure. So we were like crew buddies. That's it. We just didn't know it. We were McBuddies. I, my memory of McDonald's was one dude saw the order pop up and he was just the bread guy. Yep. And he would toast whatever, 
you know, the quarter pounder bun or the cheeseburger bun or whatever, because the different buns for different sandwiches. So you started after they started toasting everything. Because when I first started there, they didn't toast every sandwich. When I was the first there, the only sandwich that got toasted was the Big Mac. Well, that you said that was 90. 95, right. Maybe, I mean, maybe I was just getting the bread. Maybe. For the certain one. But I just remember there was the a big bread bags of guy. bread. And then the next person online was just the topping guy. Yep. He would put on like whatever condiment mm-hmm. and then slide it down. Onions and then and pickles there was a meat guy in the and they had those slidey. little transparent, like dirty yellow. Gross. They were like an amber color that you could yeah. see. Yeah. 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 The heat cabinet. Yeah. And then that dude would put the meat on it. And I think that what you said is true that he would then slide it into the bin and somebody else would <coughs> maybe he wrapped it or maybe around that time is when they switched to cook to order but dude it was like nationwide it was crazy to think that we were a very busy location sure and we would have like our boss come in specifically just for the lunch rush because he had to help and keep up he'd have like a timer set where it's like every order it's got to go out and what was it a minute we and a had half or two minutes. 90, seconds, 90 was, seconds was required for drive through And he would be there like watching the timer, like yelling out motivational shit. Like, get and, the like, fuck up. No, hurry, no, you son no. of a... Oh, we worked like, at different stores. Like, Yeah, our boss was a little different, I think. We worked at vastly different stores. <laughs> this dude was like Southern preacher. Right on. Like, like an Al Sharpton type nice. kind of dude. Nice, nice. And he would just be... So, I wouldn't say pleasant. Was he making it? He wasn't it? nice. But <laughs> he was McLovin' it. Yeah. That came way later. Right. Where was I going with that? Oh, but it was like, this is the easiest job I've ever had. It's because, not bad. Because, like, I'm just the bread guy. Sure. So, I can look at this order of 10 sandwiches, but all I got to do is, like, count how many cheeseburgers there are. Put 10 small buns in. And then the next guy depending on the bun in front of him. It's just like, oh, that's a cheeseburger. It's like, yeah, done. Or it's a Big Mac. It's like, okay. Yep. And then the last guy also looks at what's in front of him and is just like, oh, this meat yep. goes on here. But I go to a McDonald's now and it's like, what the fuck is going on back I need there? A, two B, a medium 2B with no pickles and supersize. The, you can't supersize. I want large fries. And I want the McCafe Java Mocha to drink. Fuck that. I'm so glad I'm not there anymore. But how are they taking so long? Like- they they actually got a huge crackdown. Uh, and they lost a class action lawsuit. Well, they settled on a class action lawsuit. Coffee? Coffee? No. That was a different one. Uh, about the mistreatment of their employees. That it was a- akin to child slave labor. Yeah, your, your work experience was significantly different than ours. We had one guy work in the grill. Like, he did all the sandwiches. Right, I the grill suck. guy. <laughs> yeah. And, um, Isaac was his name. I called him I suck. <laughs> it, we, like, he did all right until, like, dinner rush. Because I work night shifts. He did all right until, like, dinner rush. And then he'd get fucking bogged down in the weeds, and it would take him, like, 45 minutes to recover. It was oh. awful. But we ran on a skeleton crew, so, like, there wasn't anybody... We would close with, like, three to four people. ...to jump in there to, like, help him out. And there were supposed to be, like, seven to 11. But y'all had the same machine, right? That was, like, oh, yeah. the press, mm-hmm. where you would lay down, like, 12 patties and push a button. Oh, yeah. Like, how do you... Imagine if you were moving really, really slow. 
and but then still, you're making like 12 of them at a time. You'd be like, I need to make four to one meat, and you're out of 10 to one. And so you make all four clamshells of the quarter pounder meat. And now you got to wait three minutes, and three minutes is an eternity. Because he laid all down. Oh, yeah. Dude, it was like laying bricks. It was like clunk, tink, clunk. Tink, 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 tink. <laughs> and they'd Except stick together, and you'd beat them on the grill. The the breakfast shit, where you had to put the rings out, I and then dump that. the liquid egg into the yep, ring. Yep. See, and we had, we, we had the old school poached eggs back then, too, where you would actually like crack an egg into the A ring. A real egg? Yeah. You'd crack an egg into the ring, and then you'd put a cover over it, and you had to fill the little cup on top with water that would slowly trickle down into One at a time? Oh, yeah. Well, the thing would hold six. Oh, okay. So So you'd crack six eggs and then pour water in it, and then three three minutes and 20 seconds later, it would uh, beep at you. I remember ours were just all liquid. Really? Do they not go to that eventually? No, they do now, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, but we had, like, actual eggs. We had to make the burrito mix. That was my favorite because I would just make a big bowl of burrito mix with hash browns in it and eat it. <laughs> I didn't work very hard as a McDonald's manager. I didn't ever feel like you had to. I sat in the office and played with my Game Boy DS. Not a DS. It was a Game Boy Advanced. Game Boy Advanced. Advanced. Little red one. It was red. I remember that. Yeah, that was uh, back in the grand. The the no, uh, Fast and Furious was just becoming a big thing, and I I was playing the Fast and Furious Game Boy game. So, what's up with the Shake Machine then? Okay, so the Shake Machine was developed by a specific company, and they have a license deal with McDonald's that they can only get it worked on by that company. Okay, so you got to call a guy and wait. You have to call a guy from that specific dude. Company will send their dude out to work on it, and it's set up so badly that, like, if you, they make the same shake machine, the ice cream machine, for like Wendy's, uh, Burger King, whoever else that serves shakes, and the there's Hardy's. just works, right? And uh, the McDonald's one, like, will throw up like some asinine SQ510T error, where the other one would be like, yeah, dude, it's too cold. You worked at Arby's. She did. I, did. I worked at I worked at uh, McDonald's, Burger King, Sonic, and Colorado Burger. Okay, so what the fuck is Colorado Burger? It was a little local burger shop. It's where uh, Don Hilberto's is now. Yeah, that's another story. We'll have to come to that one too. That was so, some shit. Did you have shake machine problems at all of these places? Do they we just didn't break? A because lot? we knew the rules of how to fix, how to keep, how to cheat it and keep ours working. Because I'd been with the company so long. Because basically, like you have to take it apart. Basically, you have to take it apart every night, scrub yeah, it out fully, leave it unplugged for an hour so that it completely reboots itself, because it'll go into maintenance mode uh, every two weeks if you don't. So that's what's happening. People just aren't doing that. That's it. They're not taking it apart. That and it sounds you, totally which is awful because if you don't take it apart. The hot and cold that goes through that machine causes the calcium in the milk to adhere to the metal components inside the machine, and you get what's called milk stone, which is just as gross as you think it is. And it will get you sick. So those McGurgles and those McSweats and those McVomits you get, <laughs> that's and you had, if you had a shake or ice cream cone, then probably why. How hard does that shit get? Stone. Literal. Yeah. Like you chip it off. You could try to chip it off. Like whenever in your teeth when you go to the dentist. It, it may be worse. Yeah. Like there was times that it got so bad that me and Mark would be like, you know, ice cream machine's down. We need to order a new whatever part. Like I'm not cleaning it. It's toast. Did I ever tell you the Russell Stover story about how the chocolate got too cold? No. And like froze, you know, 
Did it like air freeze the machine up? Yeah. Wow. Because they have like this massive, I don't know, like swimming pool sure. size thing full of chocolate. And it's kept at this perfect exact temperature. Is there like small people singing around it? <laughs> Why would they be? Oh. What's the joke there? I've never watched that movie. That's what's wrong with you. Yeah. I like I've seen parts. Sure. But I've never sat down and like watched both Willy Wonka movies. There's a sequel you're talking about the Johnny Depp the re- one. Re- remake, okay. yeah, yeah. But if it, if you're not watching Deep Roy. The temperature the chocolate can get not cold, but like thicker. Not warm enough to where it starts to move slower. Yeah. And everything on that place is running on like these chicken wire like conveyor belts. Sure. And the the conveyor belt goes across like a chocolate fountain. Mm-hmm. Right? And then like tank treads it if goes you back want to down. See paradise. Sorry. What is that? <laughs> That's from the movie. From Willy Wonka. It's a deprived childhood. I guess it's No, kinda... you have to go to the fucking arcade multiple times. Man. See? Anyway. I'm sorry, Sean. <laughs> this is the fountain. You got me. So the chocolate goes... The, the this is like the second the time fountain. I already don't even want to finish. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, we always do this in. It, it circulates... The wire circulates back down. Okay. Because it doesn't run through the entire facility, right? It's oh, duh. little sections. sections of it. But it's like tank treads where it'll go back around. Yeah. And as it's going back around, it's going down into the chocolate. Wow. And so as the chocolate starts to cool and harden... Like the chicken wire will just get stuck, Ooh. and eventually, like it'll trip like a safety feature sure. to where the th- shit will shut off because it won't keep trying to force it. It's like we're gonna rip through. the chain off, can't do it. But if you don't notice that in time, it just cools and cools and cools. So this one specific machine probably held like, you know, a hundred gallons of chocolate. Chocolate. That's insane. And the people that left on the night shift, maybe on purpose, like had taken the heat control and like turned it all the way down. Sure. So this stuff turned into like a candy bar, Solid like a chocolate. giant, like Hershey inside the thing. I just want a bathtub sized bar of chocolate. I mean, this is what that was. Right. But it had like metal wire running all sure. through it. You got to be careful. So we had like the entire crew of that line. With heat guns standing around it in a circle. No one was singing that song. No. Right? <laughs> I bet not. But I bet all they were just, swearing. <laughs> all just like heating this thing up for like an hour. And the dude running the plant is like, we have to make 400 pounds of this, this candy. candy bar today. Like, Ugh. what are you going to do? And it's like, well, this is what we're doing. And he's like, cut this wire here so that you can just reach in. And then he brought like hammers and chisels and we're sitting there just smacking this chocolate and breaking it apart. Wow. And then as you're breaking the outside layer, the inside layer is still kind of warm. Was it? So there's like this egg yolk consistency, like chocolate in the center. But then as it gets closer to the edge of the machine, it gets colder again. And this thing is the size of this table. Wow. And probably about this height. It has this access window. So me and this other dude are on each side of it with like our sleeves, like rolled up to our shoulders with our entire like hairy arms stuck in the chocolate in this chocolate. 
trying to pry like huge slabs away from the side of it <laughs> to get all the cold shit out. So next time you bite into a candy and there's a hair in it, it's probably my arm hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we Thank made God those, that plant shut down. <laughs> we made those circular like pecan and caramel. Yum. You know what oh, I'm the talking? pecan delights. Yeah. That's those what are, they were called. Those are dope. That was the only thing that that line well, ever made. Anymore, Never again. <laughs> if you look at the package, there's like a code on the package that says what facility they were made in. Sure. So you could track it to here. Maybe. What was the, do you know the code for Montrose? I don't remember Damn. anymore. I don't know if it actually said like Montrose. MTJ right, or something right. like the airport code, but sure. it was probably just a number. But that I number. Bet. Right. Facility 17B or some shit. Yeah. But, My mom worked at Russell Stover's. Fuck. Years ago. 35 years ago. I was a toddler. Um, but she would always bring us home the reject chocolates, you know, the ones that had like started to turn gray or, nope. yeah. you know, and, uh, it got like, I was actually allergic to chocolate as a kid. Um, I've since grown out of it, but the higher the cocoa content, the more likely I am to have a reaction. So I just didn't eat chocolate much as a kid. So my mom would bring home these big boxes of reject chocolate. And my sister Diana also didn't eat a lot of chocolate. So my dad and my sister Amanda ate shit tons of chocolate <laughs> all of the time. And my mom would be like, I don't understand why we have so much chocolate. Well, because you got fucking keep bringing it home. Like, <laughs> my uncle Larry was a janitor in the fudge room. And yet every night he brought home like two, three pounds of fudge. It was insanity. You ever seen how they make the chocolate covered almonds? Mm -mm. There's like this giant rotating sphere. All with right. the hole in the front of it and it rotates around you know the hole stays in the same place sure. it's not like a hamster ball where it goes whatever direction no it, it just, just circularly spins. rotates and they just chuck a shitload of almonds in there and then like slowly add in chocolate at a certain again at a certain temperature sure so that as it like rolls around it it's coats. like a very small amount but it like really? slowly coats it and then slowly coats it and then they move it to a different machine that acts like a rock tumbler huh. that like shines it yeah. and makes it all smooth instead of like, you know, you ever put chocolate down on like paper. Yeah. It gets like the foot on the bottom of unless it. You yeah. Unless you temper it, it, it comes out with that imprint. Right. Yeah. So that's how they make it like perfect. Is wild. It, it would sit for hours just like spinning or like, like it's in a washing machine. Yeah. And that was my favorite room. That's cool as hell. Cause just reach in and just, so what was your job there? Like, what did, what did, what was your title? They called me like a special operations lead, Ooh. which meant that they would put me wherever the fuck they want. Right. Yeah. Which meant, Hey, somebody quit. Yeah. We need you to go to this place. You've never worked and don't know anything about. You're going to learn <laughs> and don't speak Spanish. Yeah. And you're in charge. <laughs> it was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> but anytime some shit would go wrong, I would just be like, you know, someone above me would be like, Hey, what's going on? I'd be like, I, I don't speak Spanish. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know, but like he does. And they were just, they were just like shrug their shoulder and be like, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and it's like, Oh, okay. And like, I thought I was in trouble for a second, but and that plant is now closed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There was no accountability. No. Whatsoever. Oh, but anyway, so yeah, it, no, no, I said it all. That, that's why the shake machine breaks, because all the shit's fucked and so, it's stupid. combined here, the only 
Would you consider like a Sabaro fast food? I would. Yeah. I think anything that can go in a, in a, in a food mall. court mall at the mall. Okay, so I worked at Sabaro's, Little Caesars. Hell yeah. Uh, McDonald's. Mm-hmm. That may be it for fast food. I worked in a lot of restaurants. I did Domino's. People so, yeah, don't. People would, say that's not fast food. I do. I think it's fast food. The fact you can't eat at a Domino's, all right? So they you can't tables. eat at a Little Caesars. Domino's is tables. Take pizza out of this. Okay. Wait. <laughs> the so, question uh, I'm going to pose is: I want to go through the list of all the f- fast food places we've worked and try sure. to determine which one was the worst. Taco Bell. Burger King. Taco Bell was the worst. They had to. They had to <laughs> knock down my building. The, Where, was there a different Burger King? The Burger King that's up just uh, just uh, off nor- North uh, Townsend. Well, there's only one. Right. It's the same location. Oh. But they knocked it down, burned the remains, and rebuilt it. And then they kept the, rehired the same manager. So like, Reuben. Is that that's Ralph. Arby's? Arby's has a Reuben, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy that no, yeah, guy there's Reuben. Ralph is, uh, and he he's actually not there anymore. Ralph, Ralph is he now. He quit now. At yeah. Applebee's. Yes, he oh lives across God. the street. Actually, he does. It's Sancho. That guy sold a house Stop. to somebody that we worked for. Ralph did, and they said that that guy lied his ass off about the house that he sold them. No shit. Yeah, and that I buy it. You know, I don't whatever. I used to work with a woman that he was having an affair with, and uh, she was very candid. Oh yeah. About a lot of things, so I know things about that man that like he just make it hard for me that. to look him in the eye. And I thought I didn't think he was straight. You know, I thought like, he was, yeah, but uh, yeah. you make a lot of money owning an Arby's. Oh sure. Is he well off? Well, he's not the owner. He's the manager. Oh, they were talking Ru- about Ralph. Ru- Who are we talking about? I was right talking now? about Ralph. The Burger King. The Burger King. I'm talking about the Arby's guy. Oh, Ruben. Oh, Ruben. See, Dave. it wasn't. It wasn't Ruben when I worked there. Dave worked for him. I think. Oh, it was Ruben because his. I fucking hated his wife. Let's see, Ruben's oh, wife. Fuck yeah. that bitch. Because well, Dave and I actually worked like two days together at Arby's. Yeah. Because who quit? If he was here, he could tell us all about it. Dave hurt himself. Um, there was a he there was really a malfunction did. with the ice machine. Yes. And it ended up. Okay, so it's been fucking 23 years. Um, but Jesus. There was a malfunction with 20 years. There was a malfunction with the ice machine, and it was leaking out. And Dave slipped on this puddle of water, and I think that's when he tore his ACL. It's really funny to watch big guys go down like that, too. That sucks. So he and I worked like one or two shifts together, and then he was out um, getting his knee repaired. That sucks. I bet he had to have surgery for that. You know, I thought, I think so. I don't really remember. Maybe he didn't tear his ACL, but I know it was a brutal leg injury. Like, it was a brutal knee injury. If he was here, he could tell us all about it. And he didn't get cleared to go back to work when he was supposed to, um, but he did go back in with, like, doctor's notes and PT referrals and, like, everything that said, like, he was not cleared to go back to work. Sure. And they told him that he either needed to come back to work or he was fired. Oh, my God. And he was people, like, dude, so, like, I, I literally that. can't stand. Like, I can't, my leg can't bear weight right now. Couldn't he sue them? He probably could have. He probably but... could have, but it's Dave, and he's too too nice like that. Well, and 20 years ago, Dave was 20 years old, and Sam was only a year old. A year old, yeah. So, I mean, I think he didn't feel like he was in the position to start something with a major corporation. Imagine having the balls as 
the guy running it. Right. To be somewhat worried that this could be like a worker's comp suit or that you could get in some trouble for right. this. But instead of being cautious, you're just like, you're going to come back to work or you're fired. Or you're fired. Like that's the attitude that you have about that's it. That's horrifying. Yeah. I got fired because I talked to them about their daughter who was managing after Dave left. Because uh, Dave was the manager at the time. Or he was like a senior assistant, I think. Right. Um, so Ruben was pretty hands-off at that point. It was mostly his wife, who was this German lady, and their daughter, Nikki. You know, those German ladies. Um, Can't trust them. <laughs> but Nikki was like seven months pregnant, and she was smoking in the office. Shit. Like, with the doors open, which was like, and like the way they are, like you, like you can see the office from the counter. Oh yeah. And the grill is like right behind that counter. Open Like air. literally like directly open air from the office. And this wasn't, cause I remember when I worked at Burger King, we had a smoking section. No. You could smoke in that building. Yeah, but you couldn't smoke in the kitchen. No, no. We smoked in the dining room. Yes. Right. Is there an actual meat slicer back there that people are like? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's very similar to like the ones that they would have like a regular deli. Like City Market? Yeah. Is it automated? Or you got to like hand? You have to, you had to hand use it when I was back there. Wow. We had, there were quite a few injuries and you weren't allowed to work it unless you were 18. <laughs> I bet. Yeah, I cut my finger open on one. It's so Did easy really? to do. Yeah. Bad. Oh. My and mom worked with a girl at a deli that cut her finger open on purpose. Because like, she wanted to go, well, she had a something. date that night. And she'd scheduled it when she had to work. And then she tried getting out of work. And they told her she couldn't get out of work. So she decided she would intentionally cut her finger. <laughs> thinking that she could cut it in a, a way. Yeah, yeah. That she would get to go home, but still get to go on nope, her date. we're going to the hospital. And she had to have like 14 <laughs> stitches. And they had to like almost reconnect her hand. Yeah. Did she get to her go finger. on her date though? No. No. Ah. no, you're screwed. No. Didn't think that one. Nobody wants to go out with the bleedy girl. Yeah. <laughs> See? It's a very deep comment. Yeah. Why Burger King and why Taco Bell? And I'm going to put in Little Caesars. So everywhere I, sucks I worked at fast food, I, I ended up being night shift. We would have two, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and as anyone who's worked any sort of food service knows, night shift and day shift is a completely different job. Yeah. And because like you guys fuck off all day and then come night shift, we actually get to work and clean up your bullshit. Wow. And that's true. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I won't even apologize for it. And at Burger King, they had the broiler was their big claim to, fl- to fame. That all this I shit, claim the flame. To flame. <laughs> and I can't even You're stop so it. smart. The fucking slogans. Dude, no, that was hammered into my brain. I can't. What was that an actual Burger King? Oh, thing? Yeah, it's our claim to flame. Yeah. 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 They oh, had was their flame really? burgers, yeah. Well, they had a grease catch in the bottom of it that you're supposed to dump every hour and a half. Well, they never did. Ever. Except the end of every night, they would take the, the broiler and slowly scoot it to the side so it didn't slosh the grease trap out and empty it so that you could use cardboard and a squeegee to scoop up 10 gallons of burger grease off the ground that had just accumulated under the broiler all day. And that was horrible. But the worst part was the fact that once they also didn't cook their food to order, everything is put into a steamer. So like the buns and the meat would go through the broiler and then get put together and put in this steamer, which is just like a, like a high intensity sauna 
of meat and beef. So that shit would accumulate all day and you'd have to clean that out too. So it's just this horrible water beef bread smell. How does the, what is a broiler? It's just a, it's, it's a broiler is. Cause like on your ovens. In this case. There's a button that says like, broil. it's like your, your chicken wire thing for, uh-huh. for Russell Stowers, except there's a fire. Isn't that just a grill? That's what I think too. Like what's going on? Why is it broiled? Right? Because there's a moving. I guess. But the one in your oven doesn't move, you know? No, well, it's it, not yeah. radiant heat. It's, um. Direct. Heat from the, up from the top yeah. element. Yeah. Whereas when you traditionally bake, it radiates from the, from the bottom. So you're telling me that you got to call that something different because the heat comes from a different place? I think it's a gimmick. I don't know. And you ever use that function on your oven? Regularly. Yesterday. The broil? Yeah. For what? What were you cooking? Tuna melts. But, okay, so as you're preparing your sandwich, right? Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to put it in there. Yeah. Like, why would you have ever, for the first time, been like, oh, broil? Why wouldn't you just be like, bake, and then stick the shit in there? It's faster. Like, we just wanted to melt. Like the, the Why tuna is it was faster? Mixed. Because the heat's coming from the top instead of the it's bottom, more, and it's a sandwich. It's a higher the meat intensity. Is in the middle. It's a higher intensity heat. Because it's coming from the top? No, it's just like a stronger element. So it is. there is a difference other than it's the directionality yeah, of the The yeah. broiler element, I think... Think. Okay, so this is going back to knowledge from when I fucking peddled Pampered Chef. Word. Um, the broilers start at like 500 degrees. Right. Whereas I typically don't bake anything beyond 450. Yeah, because usually your baking dishes can't handle that kind of heat for any amount of time. Can you, you don't broil long term? You can broil you short. Bake a hamburger, a hamburger patty. We just did that. Two nights ago, actually. Sunday. But like, <laughs> this is so up. you got hamburger patties. Mm-hmm. You're you're Burger King alumni. Yep. We should have broiled. You're broiling tuna melts. So <laughs> we didn't broil. Why don't we broil the 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 receipt? I looked up on the internet. <laughs> said to bake, not broil. So I did. I only ever use broiling if I'm like wanting to like melt cheese, melt cheese, or toast bun, toast buns. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I. Do like burger buns. I'd I want to try it. You can. All right, man. Take raw hamburger meat, smush it up, yep. just like you're gonna put it on the grill outside. Precisely. Mm-hmm. Put it in the oven instead, and then push bake. Yeah. And it'll make a hamburger. Four hundred and twenty-five degrees. Uh, we do four hundred twelve minutes, flip them twelve minutes. That's it. Yeah, four hundred for same? twelve. Reseason it, flip it. You don't get the same. It doesn't char the outside same. caramelization. You know. Is it? It also doesn't texture? shrink either though hmm yeah like they're still full-size patties this way but i think they taste fine is the texture different <coughs> yes it's just because you don't get it, that caramelization it's, it's mushier it's a it's little like a softer it's a yeah. little mushier it is yeah, a little softer. That doesn't sound... it's more like a meatloaf than a burger yeah do you know that people eat meatloaf, meatloaf sandwiches? I make I eat meatloaf sandwiches just like three nights ago. Quite regularly. It wasn't. It wasn't. That would have been. It's almost like shit. I just knew this ahead of time. It's like you live here or something. <laughs> well, that's up for debate. <laughs> I did tell him to take his gifts when he went home. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> roommate, when you go home. <laughs> I always call you my roommate. I do too. Yeah. 
That means you live here. Like, I refer to him as our roommate. Same. So, like, the other day, I'll get to my talk about horror stories in a minute. Yeah. The other day, my mm. sister and brother-in-law came by to pick up my nephew, I think. And you were home. And they were like, whose car is that? And I was like, oh, it's Sean's. And because I have a tendency to adopt random children, they automatically assumed that it was one of my boys' friends. Again. And they were like, and my brother-in-law was like, oh, see, I told you it was some kid that owned that car. And I'm all... What is this 40 what is, 40. what does that mean? And Nina's all okay. because there's a Mega Man sticker on it. It was the it's, fucking it's Mega, the Mega Man, Man sticker. sticker. <laughs> and Nina's all, I'm all, no, he's in his 40s. I'm like, he's one of our friends. And Nina's all, oh, I just assumed because of the, the cartoon sticker in the back window. <laughs> if it was a convertible, I would have assumed it's because you're in your 40s. And I'm all, that's fucking Mega Man. And she's all, okay. Ooh. I was just really excited that some 18 year old kid had some nice, real nice BMW. And I was yeah. like, no, he's not. A kid. <laughs> There's no 18-year-old kids now that give a shit about Mega Man. No. I think if you see the Mega Man sticker, I would assume like Older. that's not a kid. Right. Unless right. it's some cool-ass kid. That's right. A... Like, if I saw a Fortnite sticker? <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Right, Apex Legends? You're automatically yeah. assuming that that yeah. kid's like 17. Yeah. I played that for one night for like hours. And I, I was played... like, oh, this is pretty cool. And then that was... I played the real game. Which, Titanfall? Yeah. Yeah. I thought you hated Titanfall. I, I loved Titanfall. I just wanted like more than three hours of it. If you ever want to sell that statue, you still, still have that, don't we? It's in the yeah, storage it's your locker. How much you want? For oh, it's Mike's. Yeah. Do y'all ever call Shut him Mike? Up. No, it's mine. <laughs> he actually prefers Mike. Yeah, he goes by Mike. Now. You just call him Michael. I named him Michael originally with that spelling so that he couldn't shorten it to Mike because I always hated that everyone shortened mine from Michael to Mike. Well, wouldn't. German would spell M I K E, right? Right. It'd be like Mike. Mike. Fucking yeah. Germans. Fucking Germans. Can't trust. I'm it. actually part German. So, um. Are you actually part German? Because Joni is not part German at all. No, she's part Mennonite. And part French. Yeah. There's no German. What's the last name? I assumed that it was German. There is zero. What's her last name? I can't even remember. Krupp. Krupp. Really? But it's like K R O P F. It's Krupp. No. Hand to God. She had a different name before Wild, not Crow. Oh, well, that's her, her maiden name. Was it? Well, she had her name. What's her husband's, her husband's name? And her born again Her ex husband's last name. Garrettson. Garrison. Garrison. That's the one I remembered. Okay, okay. I've just had one. My whole... Well, Who that's not that? true. How are the dogs? I had a different last name. Wait. No, I didn't. Never Cooper. Mind. Yeah. My dad had a different last name. Did he? So my actual last name is. Something else. I don't really? Know. Yeah. Does that count? I'm thinking of changing my last name. Because you hate your dad? Mm. We need to decide before we get fucking tattoos with the kids. No shit, right? Just make something cool. Up. Give yourself like some Warhammer name or something. I was going to steal Jody's and just say, hey, we're, we're related now. Get over it. Michael Wild kind of has like Mike a Wild. Michael Knight. <laughs> Mike Wild. Hell yeah. I want business. Would that be on my O'Reilly's business You'd have cards? to start doing much more like extreme shit. Though. Mike Wilde. You start. don't think the sleeping in the recliner is a Mike <laughs> Wilde kind of gig? How often does he see me sleeping in the recliner with no shirt on? <laughs> I'm sure it's happened. Right? You sleep through a lot of shit on that recliner. It's I really do. quite impressive. I, do. I don't sleep at night. I only sleep three or four hours a night. Yes, that and is true. And then I work 12 hours a day. That's also true. Were we in the middle of gone somewhere? Taco Bell. No, unless you had something. Right. Did I? Because well, she was like, I'm going to get hand. back to Taco Bell in a minute. It's Little Caesars. But I thought that 
after right broiling. before she okay we talked about the broiling we talked about the hamburgers and the broiling and we talked about the meat being soft we talked about your car meatloaf, meatloaf sandwiches Man. meatloaf sandwiches why why the car uh, oh because i'm the i'm your child we are roommates oh right because we call him our roommate right that was up for debate does it feel like i'm a roommate or because you're so used to having like kids come into your life yeah am i just like an older kid or am i you're actually the best behaved less least stressful <laughs> child we've ever had it's quite true no i see you as, as our roommate Absolutely. i don't check your snapchat and be like oh fuck he's drinking up on 90 again Please don't do that. I don't think your body could take it. <laughs> Who the fuck are you building bonfires with now? Yeah. We've had to text that this week. We did. Yeah. No, no, no. I, when, I, when I talk about you, like, to my family, I talk about my yeah. roommate. I say my roommate. When I'm talking to Amy or anyone at work, I'm my roommate. I kind of like the idea of being your kid. Yeah. So if y'all want to change that dynamic. Okay. okay. I'm into that. I've been told I'm quite a mom anyway. You need like to. every time you come, every time you come home, I'm like, "Son, have you eaten?" You, well, you need to be nicer to your girlfriend on the podcast. I don't feel like an adult when I come into someone's house that's my age, and I'm like, "I'm gonna go to my room," you know? Right, but you could hang out in the common rooms as well. Are you referring to the podcast that she was on? Yeah, where you were like making her cry. That was David's fault. Yeah, well, clearly. And David started it. David started it by being nicer than you. <laughs> I, this specific uh, thing. Thing. I don't, I hate that. Topic. It's such a pointless word. It really is. It's so vague. Is not something that I will change my mind on. That's fine. Is so, this the hill you want to die on? Right. I'm not telling you like, to change who you are. I love you. But me... Explaining how I feel about something. Why would you do that? You would rather talk to someone else. <laughs> I didn't. I don't. I, I. I have to say that I don't fucking listen to the show. I don't do it. I can't do it. She doesn't listen to our show. I can't. I can't. I've never really listened to podcasts. That's fair. Anyway, that is fair. But the um, overwhelming like testosterone from this podcast is just like too much for me sometimes yeah uh, so i haven't listened to it but you i have get, heard out of hand I've, I've heard secondhand accounts of that episode that being said my best friend amy listened to that episode that one episode she doesn't listen either thanks amy and uh she totally agrees with you 100 percent. because i think it it's just yeah a perspective thing i think so it's like a personality thing you're wrong but it's a it's your perspective but i'm totally fine with In my opinion right but i'm totally fine with you thinking that yeah. it's wrong sure but i would still want to know all the reasons why you think the way that you think fair enough and i would also want you to know why i think what i think fair enough and i don't think that having that conversation is mean no I think that having that conversation in front of a third person who's laughing about it. That's not great. <laughs> well, and that's but the he was equally laughing. Like David he, he was not like, on my side. David was not pointing at you two and being like, ha ha ha, you're fucked up. <laughs> David was so uncomfortable. <laughs> the two of them yeah, were, were coming you. at me. They were. So they were. I feel like if you, she had said, I want to talk to David about this and you couldn't make it or something. And I was like, Hey, let's, I was out that day. let's yeah. do it this way. 
And then she said, I want to talk to him about this thing, this one thing. And I was like, that's totally cool. But the two of them have the same opinion of it. Correct. So it's like me just like, I don't think I, well, I'm not going to say what I said or didn't say, because who knows at this point what I did or didn't say. But you had to bring help in. And so it was like, I didn't feel attacked, but I felt like, let's just put this all out there. Sure. This is exactly how I see it. And like, yeah, I don't think that she was happy about it. Mm. I think she was hurt. But I don't think that's how it sounded. That's not always what's important. Fair enough. Right? Like, I hate the, you know, the bitchy girl that's always like, I'm brutally honest, but they're just a bitch. Sure. You know, but they pretend like that harsh truth is kind of what you did. (laughs) How so? Because you're like, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. I'm going to try to fix it anyway. I don't want to hear your shit over and over again. Unless I have a solution. Don't, unless you're going to listen to my solution. Don't bring it to me. See, but that's not directed. That's how you put it out. Specifically at her. You're just mean in general. Right. And I think I gave some examples of, you did like ways that that can come about like a friend that always brings this same shit to you and it isn't doing anything to fix it. Right. Yeah. I get that where that wasn't like, Hey, you're doing this. It's like that kind of thing. Cause it's hard, right? If you're having a conversation with a best friend mm-hmm. or a significant other about a problem that maybe the two of you are having. Right. But you're also trying to talk about it in a way about everyone. Sure. Because it's like, we're having this one-on-one specific problem, but if we're going to really get into this and talk about it, I've got to quit. We're we're also going to talk about like, this is how it I think it should be for like everyone everywhere would be better off. If we just, if more people did this and this is why, and then you start bringing in other examples mm-hmm. that like weren't related to Could her. that original thing. But yeah. I'm sure that someone listening could be like, Oh, it sounded bad. Damn. He's talking about this thing and this thing and this thing. But I wasn't talking you about weren't saying Joni, her Joni, Joni, right. just like these are things and like that I've experienced with other people or like she's got a friend that does that shit to her. Really? That just goes every time she contacts her. It's about the same problem. Not even like different problems. And Joni will spend a fucking hour with this girl. And like, you're like, ugh. And then two weeks later, same problem, same situation, same scenario. And Joni got to the point where she's like, what? You do I have to watch yourself anymore. though, because it, it did from out the outside listening in, it appeared to be that you were attacked with a problem that you did not have a solution for. So then you reciprocated in kind with something you didn't like about something she did. Cause well, you brought up her, her phone thing again. My solution is that I just don't agree. Yeah. So I don't know if that is the solution. It's that here we are. If it was something else, it wouldn't be something I would choose to fight back on. Sure. This is just a thing that if you do apply this situation between the two of us mm-hmm. to anyone else having a similar problem, right? I would tell them what I said out loud about us. Fair enough. It's like, this would probably be something that you should attempt to do. 
But yeah. Also, that was just like a conversation that we were having that we recorded and then put on the internet. Exactly. It wasn't exactly like titled as psychology help no. or relationship help. Right. No, for sure. And it also wouldn't have been something I would have said, Hey, if this is the conversation that we're going to have, let's record this and put, <laughs> and put it out there. No joke. But like we had already gotten into it. Right. And I thought it was interesting. Oh, it definitely was. And if it comes across, like I looked like an ass, I mean, okay. Like maybe having that stance is somewhat of an asshole stance to have. It could be, it could be construed that way. But I also think that in that specific scenario, that asshole stance is the best way to handle it. Fair enough. So does that. So what if you have like a specific, like a friend comes to you cause they just had a fucking shit day. Like, their car broke down, they spilled their lunch, and, like, there's nothing you can do to fix it, you know, but they just want to fucking talk because otherwise that shit's just rolling around in their head and they're stewing on it. And they want to get it out and maybe, you know, just hope that in the in the sense of, like, saying it, it kind of, like, releases some of that stress and anxiety and anger about the day. Like, they just this wanted is, to vent. This is going to backfire on, <laughs> what, on we just what you wanted to tell me. Fair enough. Right? Because... In that scenario, as the person hearing it, first of all, like, do you really care? Right. You've also had shitty days and you spent 40 years having plenty of shitty days, Mm -hmm. but tomorrow always comes. So like, is this really something that we have to spend if it is it five minutes of sure. venting, sure, sure, two even, and if it was like one friend, one time about one thing that day right? just sucked. Yeah, I think I'd be like, I'd just be like, yeah, like that sucks. I feel like that's a conversation that you would have without even thinking about it. But I think that if somebody was like, oh, like. Th- we got a new manager at work. He's a total ass. I think that I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, that really sucks. Cause to me, if I went to somebody for that, like I think I said on that podcast, like, no, help me. Like, what can I do about this? Right. You just being like, oh yeah, that guy sucks. I've been there. To me, that sounds like you're just blowing it off. And that's fine. I absolutely agree with you there. But what you said was that no matter what she came to you with, good or bad. And this is true. Worst or best. Right. You were just going to look at her. And the tone you used was, I understand. Because now this is going to get one step. And that's why I jumped on. This is one step deeper. And I'm not, I'm not trying to, I'm just saying that's why I jumped on that. I I know because she's also said that, but. And this How? is also none of our fucking business at the same time. Well, no, because you could relate this to anything. Okay. Kind of like Billy's example. Like, relate this to a friend that just wants to vent. Sure. That friend could be, you could come to me. And I could sarcastically be like, 
Oh, I understand. That's terrible. I hear you. Or I could be like, oh my God, like that is, I can't believe that happened. That's a shitty day. You're right. I just lied to you both times. Right? I I don't give a shit about what you're telling me about, but I can still say, like at all? I'm I'm so. You can't empathize with them like legitimately? No, I can. Oh. But you don't really know if I am or not. I assume because because I I trust you, you are. And but if, if all that the friend wants is someone to say, oh, I understand you, you can it. say that without truly understanding. Them. Oh, sure. And if that makes them feel better, that's the difference. Then though. isn't that? No, that's the difference. You just proved it. It's not the difference to me, because if you were... I don't want to hear the words. I understand. I want you to understand. I want to feel like I've got someone in my corner. Word. I want to know you, I've got my, my, my man, Sean at my back, which I do. You're one of the best friends I've ever had. But how if, okay, let's flip it. And you're saying that to me. Yeah. I don't know if you truly understand or not. Do you trust me though? Have I ever given you any excuse to think I would be that way? I don't know if I see it as a trust thing. I, I think I see it do. as because you're making yourself very open and vulnerable. I don't think that bitching about having a bad day at work is being like open and vulnerable. That's such a minor. It really is. And that's why a lot of men don't do it. A lot of men don't open up about anything because it's, it's a level of vulnerability that we've been taught for years and years and years. It's not safe. I don't even see it that way. It's because you're above it. So what if it's something deeper in say, you've got a really good female friend. All right. So this is where, this is where the whole back story comes in. Oh, right, right, right. Of multiple different threads of things over multiple months. Mm-hmm. So we'll say three major issues that mm-hmm. are totally separate from each other. Right. right. Have been brought up and understood. And they've been brought up again and offered possible solutions and then brought up again. And did you try these things that I said to try? No. Brought up again. It's like, yeah, it's getting worse. It's getting worse because you're not dealing with it. Can you try these things a couple months later? Did you try these things? And this is like a rotation of the three things. Right, right, right. And it, it does get to the point where, now you hear advice on a podcast that you just want. David says we should just understand. And then you come and you ask me or tell me like, Hey, David, like listen to him. And it's like for years, I've been talking to you about the same things that haven't been had any progress made towards resolving them for, you know, cumulative hours of conversation Mm -hmm. that you haven't done a lot to fix. doesn't sound like you just want me to understand. It sounds like you want a resolution, but the thing that you're telling me that you need after talking about it for four years is just for me to listen and be like, I understand, but you're coming to me and asking me specifically what do I do? What can I do? 
Well, that's different. If they straight up ask you, what do I do? They're but how do you what ask do me, what can I do? And then tell me. You were just supposed to listen. Yeah. That does put a really, in my opinion, that puts an unfair mental toll on the partner in whatever the circumstances, whether it's a whether friend it's or romantic or relationship or a professional relationship or whatever. Yep. You know, even if you have a coworker that comes to you and is like, hey, Becky from HR is, you know, and you give her advice over and over and over and over and over again. And she comes back to you with the exact same problems, having done nothing. Yep. That does put an unfair amount of mental burden on the receiving end. You know, the person that's being dumped on, essentially. But I do think that there is a place for just being heard. Which, through the specific podcast time frame with David... It did come out that, oh, I don't need you to understand all the time. Right. Just, I think she said like one out of six times or something. Yeah. And I picked on that. Like, you did. how am I supposed to know you, which you of the times? You. you should ask or she should tell you. But she knew one that, you know, she said that I was responding to everything with the I understand shit. Right. Because you're a bit of a butt. She was laughing. Sure. In the moment when these things were happening. Okay, cool. It didn't really come out that way on the podcast. No, she she painted that differently. There yeah, was sure. no... Because she knew I was being an ass on purpose. Well, you were be, you it do that sometimes. You yeah. weren't being an ass to be hateful I and thought mean, it was though. funny. Exactly. But it is funny in an asshole kind in of way. way. Right, right, right. But it wasn't like... Which is what... That's, what, that's our whole marriage. Right. <laughs> well, and that's your sense of humor, too. You're Absolutely. very... Absolutely. And I think... From that, it didn't come across that way because I think she was actually frustrated about it. I think she was because she thought that I didn't just understand. I think what it finally came down to was that she was like, I just mean sometimes mm-hmm. that's what I need. And the, the things I've talked to, to you talk about, it. about my parents or the Mennonite shit or yeah. whatever, I do want help with that. Okay. It's, it's sometimes like. You're like, I had a shitty day and it's like, David is right. If you tell me you had a shitty day, I'm like, well, what happened? What can you do? So that doesn't happen again. Immediately you go into that. Sure. But I don't see that. Like, is that annoying to you? If you were to come to me a and I bit. would try. Yeah. It's a such bit. a, no one does that for me. Feels patronizing. I, I want that. To... Really? You, you come to me. With your problem, and I listen to it and offer you a solution, and that feels usually, like I'm patronizing. I will literally usually open with, though, hey, I just need to vent about this real quick. Or, hey, just hear me out. I had a shit day. Blah, 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 blah. A lot of times before I respond, I ask. That too. Are you venting or do you want solutions? Oh, and we will straight up ask each other that all the time. But we've I, been together I for fight two- against that. Like, We've been together for 20 fucking years and it took us And that's our communication a language. Long that time doesn't mean we're right for everything. To get to the point where we're able to have the communication that we have. And we've fucked it up a lot along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Even still, we recently we've had things where we're like, fuck, why aren't we just talking about this? Yeah. When that Yeah. We're really good at communicating about shit. That's cool. She thought it would be a fun thing to talk about on the podcast. She's crazy. And it clearly quite mad. I think that she was a little bit annoyed that I wasn't giving in the way that, she, but yeah, but I, 
I, be- I I wouldn't take this shit to my grave, but like I wouldn't die for it. Oh, sure, sure, sure. But I very firmly believe that dealing with the problem Fixes to the point the that problem. it goes away is everybody has the friend that like forget like the examples so far, but just someone that has shit that they don't want to deal with. Oh yeah. So they push it away mm-hmm. and then it comes back three months later, mm-hmm. push it away, comes back six months later, pushes it away. The shit will build and build and build until you shoot up a school it happens. or kill yourself or go fucking crazy. But had you just faced it and like processed it or got, you know, psychiatric help or whatever for it to like fully like deal go with it. through it. Then you come out and you never have to, or, you know, very less often have and you to, have the tools sure, to know how to, to deal, deal with it, with in the future. it yeah. again. And what a lot of people don't understand is that your friends are not free psychotherapy though. A lot of friends will enable you and allow you to be that. That's yeah, not I mean, a guaranteed thing. Well, and I don't know. I've had some friends over the years that would give me some real shitty advice. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. I agree with that. Like looking back at it, like as an adult, mm-hmm. you know, I'm like, how the fuck did I think that that was good advice and that that was good enough advice for me to like follow it? And and at the same time, I pride myself on being the the world's best listener. Like uh, the, even in work, the way that I succeed is that I, I sit back, I, I will give my customer a prompt to talk about. And then I just sit the fuck back and let him tell me how to get all of his money from him. Because they will tell you. They want to tell you. They want to brag about their business. They want to bitch about the vendor that's pissing them off. They want to tell you how their technician's an idiot or an amazing guy. Or They will then, teach me how to make take their money away. But then, then you offer solutions. I just take it. to the, Oh, you just take the money. Because I'm the guy that they can talk to about anything. But you do oftentimes offer solutions when they come to you and complain. Uh, when when uh, applicable. You're getting in risky territory When now. applicable, I do. You're about to I go do. through. When... This your version of that podcast. When there is a solution to be seen. Yeah. And in a lot of cases, there is no solution. Mm-mm. But in a lot of cases, there really is. Or at least, maybe not a solution, but like ways to kind of mitigate the damage. Whatever the problem was. Right. Yeah. The, the podcast that we did forever ago about the love thing. Loving everyone? David, love and David loves everyone. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not love, love. I would, from peers or whatever, got a, got a I hate that word, but it made I know, sense. I know. Folks. Ooh, I like folks. I heard a lot about that specific thought from a lot of different people with that their That one generated some social interaction. It. Yeah. And this one. first episode. Was it? The first one was the coffee one. Mm, mm -hmm. You're right. You're right. This specific thing. Episode. God, I just say, no, say thing. I'll say thing. Thing? It's not a thing. This topic has has come up (coughs) multiple times again from multiple people. Like, it really hit. Uh, You're just getting attacked on this one. No, not necessarily that I'm wrong. Just that it was... I don't know. Like, thing. It's stuck in their in their head. I was mad. 
I won't even lie to you. I was I was yelling at my fucking car. I got some um, pretty hateful texts. Yeah. Not toward me, but like, you should hear this shit that Sean's saying. Oh, oh, from him. Oh, yeah. yeah. From him. Yeah. yeah. I would have I would have reacted very poorly had I been in on that episode. I do think though that it's different. Okay, full Wrong, disclosure. Wrongfully so, but at that. I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. Oh, goody. Um, no, We're so... live, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, so um, Mike and I are actually coming out of a little bit of a rough patch. For sure. Um, so we've started initiating this thing. Every Sunday we get the hell out of the house. We go get like shitty coffee and drive around town or park or whatever. I'm starting to like that better than like Starbucks coffee. Yeah, our shitty coffee is actually really good. It's really good. And um, <laughs> Where's it from? Stinkers. Stinkers gas station. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bullshit man um and we ask a series of relatively targeted questions really um to each other mm-hmm. yes like um how we do you can feel go through them yeah. how do you feel we are this week um is there anything that you feel is unfinished this week but do you both ask answer each other yeah the yes. same questions yes. yes oh okay okay um, and then we like go through and discuss four or six things that we're looking forward to or that we regret or that, you know, whatever mm-hmm. we make it up every week. We do a different thing. We every find week. a focal point to discuss four to six topics on just so that we can make sure that we're interacting in a way that keeps us on the same page. And there are plenty of times where one of us will start to answer one of those questions and like, It'll be like a relatively lighthearted thing in a lot of cases. And 20 minutes later, it's gotten really, really deep. It's real. And I'm almost crying. Not because he's terrible, but because that's how I respond to stress. And, uh, like, I had no idea that saying this tiny thing was going to turn into that big conversation. You know? And I think in a lot of cases, it's easy that once you start talking about something like it gets bigger and grander and you know like I know that Joni said yeah well, we should talk about this and you're like yeah we should talk about this and you know I wonder if looking back that wasn't the conversation that either of you guys thought you were going to have on the podcast if it just kind of evolved out of this, this one thing. nugget of thing I've Figured it was going to go exactly how it went. Did you really? I didn't think that was going to bother her. Interesting. Mm, okay. Interesting. Because generally that kind of shit doesn't. Doesn't. But I. Were you surprised? Yeah. Bummer. It's because bummer. generally, even if we are arguing, we're still like laughing about shit. You're still. Or okay. kind of enjoying. Not. We don't really argue, but right. if we're disagreeing, yeah, that's a better word. Sure. Like we're generally just having conversation that could also involve like if you saw something funny on the side of the road, sure. Like you would stop and talk about that and it never feels personal, mm-hmm. right? Targeted or, or mean. Yeah. But had David been on my side of it. I could see how she would feel like, oh shit, like both of these people are teaming up. On but me. she had a teammate there. I don't think that, she did. I think Dave was too scared to actually involve directly in any. Well, you could look at him and tell that he was just, 
like I'm going to sit here and just let, let this happen go in front of for me. a minute. But yeah. David's yeah. point of view was her point of view. Yeah, no, for sure. So I wouldn't say they were teaming up. And I don't but like think she had support. I actually David. agree completely with David's perspective. I think he says the same thing I feel, but I think he means it differently. Like we've talked about before, what is your level? What At what level to you is toxic masculinity? It means two different things to two different people. I think he and I both agree with that same sentence as far as whether you should be f- the fixer or the listener, but I think we mean it differently. I don't know if we were recording when, yeah, we were. It was just like a minute ago when you said that <laughs> the three of us is too much testosterone. Cause in my opinion, like I can think about dude type dudes mm-hmm. that would all three sit around and talk to each other. Like the Joe Rogan podcast. That would be like, like I can't even like, this is you so annoying to it. me. I can't yeah. even listen to this. It's, it's weird to think that, That we would with be with, that with way. you here to <laughs> balance things out to fem it up. I get you. You're okay. <laughs> You're in a safe I would place. Be, I've heard Mike's too left. I don't agree with that shit all the time. And I've heard David's too right. I don't agree with. That I've shit. also heard that Dave's not right enough though. Right, and I've heard that you're not left enough. You've oh, sure. been told I'm not left enough by right. But never would I expect the the vibe that we're giving off is overwhelmingly mass machismo or yeah. Yeah. It's really not. Okay. So that, that may have been a miss. I don't know. I think that there's just, you're the only one out of the Uh-oh. podcast, in my opinion, Uh-oh. that, doesn't have his life to. Well, that's not. No, true. good God. We're projecting. No. <laughs> no um, okay, I'm going to say this, and I don't mean it to be offensive at all. It won't be. But well, it could. That's be. always fun. You kind of like, like you have very real opinions. Yeah. But your opinions could honestly be viewed by just about anybody as like reasonable. Yeah. You don't really have. In, <laughs> Why would that be offensive? In my opinion, well, like. You're not like a fence sitter because like you do have like very strong opinions, right? but you don't really have any like extreme opinions one way or another. And I've always felt like you're willing to look at a situation and say, I don't believe that, but I can understand how someone else might believe that. Right. So the one specific example of the time that I decide to have a strong opinion about something. Yeah. Mike is like, you're an asshole. You're an asshole. <laughs> I'm screaming at my car. Well, but again, yeah. like, and I, I really well, of think. Of course, I have white knight syndrome, dude. What the hell? I think that was definitely more of a big brother protecting Joni thing than a Sean's an asshole thing. It really was. He told me that when he first met me, he thought I was an asshole. I said douchebag. And the... <laughs> True. True. You do kind of read And I've also first. told you since then that that was a pure jealousy gig. Like, I've always wanted to... That was before I had tattoos. You had a bunch of tattoos. You had a cool car. I always wanted a cool... I was driving a Tempo. The second you... What is that? Exactly. (laughs) What is it? For real. Ford Tempo. It's a shitty fucking... like. It's like their 90s version throwaway car. It's like not as cool as a Taurus. Yeah. Yeah. They're bad, dude. We met first at Taco Bell, right? Yeah. GameStop. GameStop. She came in with me a lot to go... And saw you at GameStop. I gave Mike free salsa. 
I gave Mike Rib City coupons. You gave me more than salsa. You I gave me the whole like burrito thing. Well, that was the thing. Like, why as did soon I look as... like a douche that one time? <laughs> no, and I was wrong. No, but she said no. she said that too. Before I actually like met you upon first like visual appearance, I was like, oh, that guy reads like a douche. And then like I gotta you do something. Opened your mouth and it was over. And I was like, oh, this guy's not a douche. Never mind. And. I don't know that if I saw you now, that would be the same thing. Same. You look about 10 times happier than you did back then when I first met you. No, that's 100%. So you had like. That was a. Yeah, that was. I don't know what the man with the resting bitch face is, but like that's right, what you wore. Right, no good call. Yeah. Like your neutral face was just like pissed angry and pissed all off the all the time. Yeah. I kind of like that. And then like. The dude at the concert should have seen that and not fucked around. <laughs> Two or three sentences into like our first conversation, I was right. like, oh, no, that's not who this guy is at all. No, he's cool as shit. How nice would it be if we were still doing midnight releases dude. and having, what do we have, like four? Four big screens? Four, yeah. Four to six big screens? That shit's gone forever. It's gone. Especially COVID was the absolute death nail of it. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Absolute death nail. The closest thing to the midnight release was the Star Wars thing. Correct. And nobody gave a shit about the Star Wars. Right. Thing. Like no. <laughs> it's, you it's did. done. That was dope. So like the GameStop midnight releases ended. Yep. We were still doing like the midnight release for the movies. Yep. Which turned into Thursday night. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this will be great. Everybody's gonna be. And like, no. No, turned to shit. It's gone. And Is now there I anything just, like that? That's and now left? when I get a new video game, it automatically starts downloading two days before it releases. And I just hit play at 10 a.m. the day of because that's the time apparently. So what we have, I guess, maybe conventions now would be the thing. BlizzCon is supposed to be a thing again this year. But like... Dragon Con's back up and running. I still don't trust it though. There's, there's still fucking variants of COVID popping up and killing thousands of people every day. But even apart from that, I think that I like, only hear about COVID once every two weeks. They quit talking about it. Yeah, I hear it from you. Yeah, that's yeah, that's it. I think that like there was a different sense of like community that just like mm-hmm. isn't there no. anymore. Correct. And I think that died long before COVID because like GameStop, like Hastings also used to do like um, back when we had Hastings. They used to do like Monday Night Magic and oh, shit hell like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, little coffee bar area was like Magic the Gathering shit. Right. And like, yeah, now like Board Fox, like a lot of the like friendly local game stores do shit like that. But I think that's the only place. And those are really targeted at things like Warhammer and D&D and Magic. And it's that's not it. like, and those are huge communities, but they're just not as big as some of the other <coughs> They're pretty niche. They're niche for yeah. sure. So, like, I think that that sense of community is just gone. Sucks. Why was Taco Bell so bad? Dude, so, like, we were actually... So... How long um, long did you work there? 12 years. 12 years. Holy shit. I started... She did everything short of store management. I started in January 2004. February 2004. And I quit in February 2016. Why did you go there in 2004? Why was I working there in 2004? Right. Because I had my surgery in November of 03. That's right. That's and right. Uh, it was the first gig I found after that. Um, we had these, like, our corporate was, so we were a franchise store. 
Um, and corporate had ridiculous guidelines. Um, and you could tell that at that point, everyone that was working at the corporate level had been hired in at the corporate level, not promoted up from within the store. Mm, those are the worst. Right. You know, so like they had no idea what the actual, like po- how the, how the policies impacted the store. They were just like, be more efficient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and our store means. was actually run really well, according to corporate standards, like all of our, um, weights and huh? all of your score, your inspections and yeah, shit like inspections, all, like all of our corporate inspections. Cause they send two different like surprise corporate inspections every year. Um, all of our corporate inspections were like 98 or higher. Um, all of our health inspections were 98 or higher. Like it was a really well run store except for the fact that the owners was a family and they did not hide the fact that they did not get along. They were very, very dysfunctional family at that. And they would bring it into the store. Yes. To the point that like they would be screaming at each other, like not even like behind like a locked office door. No. Um, In the grill screaming at each other. To the point. And like you're fucking terrified because you're waiting for them to turn around and scream at you. Sure. And they have very different perspectives on how to run things. One of them was very by the book and the other one was very make the customer happy. Oh my God. So you're hearing what to do, two different things from two different people. Yeah. Yeah. And they're both your boss. Right. So like we did things different depending on who was in the store. And one of them was extremely senile. That makes it real fucking easy to uh, train people when you're like, okay, so when, when they're here, you have to do it exactly like this. But when they're here, what I need you to do instead is everything the exact opposite way. Yeah. So they'd get into these screaming matches, and if you made a mistake that either one of them saw as a mistake, whether it was against corporate policy or against the fake store policy, right? Like you'd just get your ass handed to you in front of everybody, including customers. And so then you're like taking the food up to people, and they're like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> Not really, no. <laughs> no, I'm dead inside. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go pretend to get something out of the walk-in so I can cry for five minutes yeah. and I'll be back. I'll be good. It's fine. It was just like... They weren't like... Like, my complaints about the times I worked in fast food was always about, like, the cleanliness and the disgustingness, though. Yours always seemed to be more about the people. Yes. Well, the management. Right. The people above her, exactly. Right. And sometimes right. the idiots under, but... Well, but that's any job, though. Yeah. You know, of course, we hired, and weirdly, I had a lot of 15-year-olds that I trusted and picked it up and were just fucking phenomenal. But adults that you couldn't trust with a freaking rubber crayon. Yeah, but then I'd have 40-year-olds that I'd be like, how do you not understand this? (laughs) Like the girl who somehow had to file a workman's comp issue because she gave herself a concussion. (laughs) So the menu panels, like the ones above the counter, like in the lobby, pull out... Like, go up and out. I like that I'm pantomiming on the podcast so that everyone can see. So everyone at home can see. She's got her hands up in the air. (laughs) So they go, like, up and then slide out. That way you can take them out and change out, like, the marquees and stuff. Well, you have to, like, really force it up and then out for it to actually come out. This 40-year-old somehow managed to knock her mop into it and... Gently. Knock it down (laughs) onto her head and give herself a concussion. That was the day that me, the store manager, and one of the owners stood there with multiple mops. Like, we have, like, mops and brooms and deck brushes and shit, like, trying to see. (laughs) I'd have killed to have that (laughs) shit on video. (laughs) If we can fucking make this work, right? 
There was also this other chick, though, like in her early 20s, that dropped a full fucking box of soda syrup on the middle of her back. So, like, you can't judge it by age. In my defense, <laughs> that was a whole other situation. The soda was stacked way too high. It was, it and the was. fucking rack shook, and then I dropped a 40-pound big box on my back. It was brutal. <laughs> fucking Those herniated a disc. Heavy. They are. Yeah, the herniated a disc. Syrups, it was terrible. It was bad. That was the start of my back problems. Um, mm-hmm. So then... When she came for a workman's comp claim, they told her that she was going to have to be drug tested. And they only ever drug tested if it was like an injury that we were like, there's no fucking like, way. how the fuck? <laughs> like a sane, sober person could do this to themselves. Right. That's normal. And she backpedaled real fast and was like, oh, no, 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 Considering this romantic, that doesn't surprise me at all. That being said, yeah, I, I do have some horror stories from O'Reilly's. What does she get in her eye? So she, if you've ever worked on any sort of brake system in your car, the there's rubber lines that hold the fluid. There's also solid steel lines that are usually, they come in these long straight sticks and you buy it and you bend it. Well, they come in these long straight sticks anywhere from a foot to five foot long in like three different sizes. And they go on this little slot rack hook and uh, shelf in the back. Uh, and she was going to take some going. back there. And she went to go stock it. And it slid out of the slot. And it went to go towards the ground. So Jeez. she bent over oh, to grab God. it. And it bounced off the ground into her eyeball. Oh, the, the, the line. The steel brake line. I thought punctured, was going to go into her eye. Punctured her eyeball. And she like stood up and... Pulled it out? Pulled it out and her- finished her shift like with a, a paper towel over her eye. It missed her iris completely. It was all in the white. How did it? I don't know. Don't they have like the threaded yeah. end? Uh, it, it's a flanged end. So like there's the the, oh, so the metal little- ring and then the, the threaded part is below that and it moves. The threaded part's what one I'm end. pantomiming as well. Like yeah, so just the, the the flanged part is what went into her eyeball. <laughs> you have to say, yours looks way dirtier than mine did. Yours is way dirtier than mine. I'm talking about car parts. It's sexy. Car parts. Yeah. All right. Yeah, pets. Why Little Caesars suck? The customers. I don't doubt oh, that. Oh, yeah. No, I don't doubt that for legit. a second. I once had a crunch wrap thrown at me by some fucking 14-year-old kid. Yep. And a spicy sandwich. Yeah. But the... I mean, y'all have gone there. Do you, you're you're catering to the people that only can afford five dollar pizza. But the whole thing is, if you come, I think it was between like five and eight. Oh, it's There's supposed always to be hot and ready. Pizza there, ready to go. Yeah, but the store was run, I guess, by like some miserly dude. Sure, that was like he's ex-military. Yeah, we, you know him. I've met him. We don't want any extras. Mm. So I kind of want you to just make the shit as people order it. Fair enough. So people would come in expecting to come in and walk out. Grab it and leave. So it's the customers, but because of how the store was run. Was run. Because anywhere you work, you know, Taco Bell or whatever, you're going to have shitty asshole oh, customers. Yeah. Anytime. Right. I but get them every day. you were asking for these people to get more John. mad because of the way that the shit was set up right it's like i'm sure that you've gone in there and they've been like oh it's gonna be like we had times where it was like it's gonna be 40 minutes sure but the the oven will reach 
one start end mm-hmm. to the end will take seven minutes. No shit, that fast. So it's seven minutes to cook the pizza. Holy mm-hmm. shit! It, and I mean, you can Domino's. It's sixteen. Uh-uh. And you can just fling. <coughs> you can fling a pizza together. Right. You can slop some sauce on there. Cheese. A handful pepperoni. of cheese done. Right. So maybe that takes a minute. Yeah. So you're looking at no possible way this pizza is going to take more than ten minutes. But you've got that many behind. So it's like, but how is it going to be forty minutes? I've got to make a hundred and fifty of them. If, but like how. Like, it should never get to that point, really right? Should. Because you should just be running, like, pepperonis through it. Mm-hmm. But and we would have... the occasional special order. People that would do, like, call-in orders. And we'd have people that would come in. And then there was no sort of inventory system on pepperonis or whatever. Really? And, you know, they turn around and they have the little hot racks behind mm-hmm. them. So... I told the story about the girl that I was in line behind. Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. She wanted two pepperonis or whatever. And, you're like, and they were like, they said, we don't have any. I don't remember what happened. I don't either. But then I was right behind her and I was next. And I yes. was like, okay, I'm going to have to wait. Let me get like two pepperonis or something. And then the guy handed me two pepperonis. <laughs> And I was like, but she just, she, what? Then I, but when I was working there, like when you're making the pizza, you're just making a pizza. It isn't tagged to like a person. This isn't John's pizza. And so somebody would be like, I got a pepperoni and somebody would stand up and be like, yep. I'm waiting on a pepperoni. And it's whoever. Right. But there's been a guy like waiting 20 minutes. Did you get a lot of guys like I was here first? Oh yeah. Because there was no. No reason to like it. receipt that would print out. That See, would Domino's be for, at like, least it had like the order name on it. No, and like what like was that. supposed to, how many items of how many items? Like you'd you'd see the pep. Amy would throw up a pizza box and it'd be like one of seven or whatever. So we'd have somebody that would be like, "Hey, I've been here for forty minutes. I just need one pepperoni, pepperoni pizza. pizza." But if there's somebody that came in that wanted three pepperonis, let's say that there were two that were ready. Here comes the third. It should be for that guy. They just take. Those all three, three and give it to this dude because he's like, I need guy. three pizzas. Fuck. And the guy waiting on one is like, I already paid. No, one of those should be mine. So the guy that's waiting on one pizza it's just fun. saw someone walk in, order three, and then walk out with it. Like, and people would get so, so fucking mad. <laughs> At the end of the night, every night, we had to count how many pizza boxes we had. Really? Yeah. Wouldn't that be. Give or take one or two fuck ups, exactly how much pizza you sold? Well, that's what he wanted to know. Like, it should just be a given, though. He's tracking do the pizzas that went through the POS match up to the amount of boxes you gave out? Because if you make a pizza for your friend, you can't exactly hand your friend, like, here's here's a pizza, right? You got to put it in a box. Yep. So, so you count boxes. if there's four or five boxes missing, he would want to know. So the trick is you buy a pizza and then you save the box. Yeah. You come in the next day and have Sean put it in your box for you. Yeah. Bring in the yeah, old your old box. Bring in your old box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pizza recycling. That is actually the entire reason why if we ever do order Little Caesars, we order on the app. And you go to the 
the kiosk thing. Fuck it, it's called the pizza portal. I don't, yeah, even, pizza. To, I don't <laughs> even want to deal with the human component of, of Little Caesars pizza. I'm like, I don't really like them. And like, the only time we really do Little Caesars is if we're like feeding like a bunch of the kids as friends. Yeah. You know, because I'm like, fuck, yeah, it's, it's just so much cheaper. It's what we else. need to do for D and D nights. It's easier. Oh, Megs can't eat cheese. Yes, she can. Bro, she doesn't eat cheese much. Anybody can eat cheese. It's whether it's what you're willing to accept within your own body. I don't think she's willing. I'm lactose intolerant too. She can't take one of those cheese blockers. See. I don't know why you're going to be covering up my girl like that. Joni's lactose intolerant. She'll eat my pizza. I bought Joni the fucking cheese tablets. She'll eat my cheese. Every time <laughs> I've served her cheese, she eats it with a smile. Yeah. Even if I make a non-cheese component, she's like, I'll eat it like a good kid. She does your thing where she just eats it and then gets sick. And suffers. And she's then Megan's smarter than both of us, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe Megan doesn't want to live her life in gastrointestinal distress. Megan's smarter than both of us. I'm not saying I'm doing it right. It's possible that Megan loves Carl more than you love me because she doesn't put Carl through that. It's possible. <laughs> you might. She might be the better spouse. You should. You should move in with her. <laughs>